Fuck yeah. Hearing the Dragon Ball Super, you should be listening to Dragon Ball Super Dope. You hear me do this intro, you're listening to Super Dope now, so... Like, I don't know, it's kind of self-defeating, I guess. I don't know what the fucking purpose is of me saying that then and there. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, even on the YouTubes. Make sure you listen to us. Dragon Ball Super Dope. Extra episode, Dragon Ball Heroes. Also... We got a cool announcement and a very special guest. Roy Sama is back on back on the show. Royce, what's up, man? How are you? How are you, man? I'm fucking good, man. I'm so happy that you were able to make some time and come back on the show because we got a lot of shit to discuss. We sure do. What what the hell, man? I, I don't remember the last time. I know it was you and Bongiorno had come on, but I can't remember when exactly it was. Maybe like back in January or February? It was a while ago, man. I remember me, you, and Bongiorno. <laughs> Bongiorno! I talked to him the other day. He's He's doing well, man. That's my man. That's the best. He's the best. He's like writing fantasy novels and shit. He's he's doing his <laughs> thing and he is doing it uh, unapologetically. I love that kid. <laughs> so me and Royce What's are up, both. Man? Talk some super dope. Yo, me and Royce are both moderators in a very nerdy Dragon Ball group. Uh, shout out to Billy Addison and the Lookout, um, Kami's Lookout on Facebook. Uh, Billy also hosts a YouTube. Uh, channel has a YouTube channel called The Lookout Broadcast. Does a lot of video game reviews. Starting to do super review, uh, not super reviews. He did a, a Heroes review this week. Uh, make sure you go check out his YouTube channel. We tried to get him on for this episode today, but schedules didn't line up, so it's just me and Royce. So we're talking Super Dragon Ball Heroes <laughs> episode two. <laughs> episode two. So every everyone thought that uh, maybe episode two would be a little bit longer, but uh, surprise, Royce, nope, it's not long at all. Well, it pretty much lasted less than I last in the bed. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, long dick style. <laughs> it was long dick style. It, it was again like just under nine minutes. I think it was almost the exact same length as that first episode was. Yeah, it, it was basically like what eight, nine minutes or whatever it was. Like, yeah, yeah. I think like eight minutes, forty-five seconds. So people thinking that the first episode was just like a sneak peek, a tease, a little bit of an anomaly in terms of its runtime, and that episode two was going to be longer. Wrong. Y'all were wrong. Psych. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> so same kind of uh, breakneck pacing in this week's episode. Um. Where did we leave off uh, last week? Uh, Trunks breaking out and meeting Kula, and uh, that's that's pretty much it. So episode two I'm, opens up. I'm irked that you just called him Kula because that like in the in the uh, the dub, well the sub I should say, in the subtitles it said Kula instead of cooler. <laughs> I mean, I kind of say Kula just because I'm I don't know sub snob. That's first part sub snob. <laughs> 
Uh, the other part is even if I wasn't a sub snob, I'm from New England and people in New England uh, have a tendency to drop their R's anyway. So cooler. <laughs> it's fucking cooler. <laughs> I've talked to a lot of people from Philly in my life, man. They've they're very um, they're very good with the enunciation. They don't drop R's nearly as much as we do. Well, we're dropping our nuts on y'all right now because we just whooped your asses in the Super Bowl. <sighs> Dude, why do you gotta why you gotta remind me of this this uh, isn't the last time i talked to you like a week after the fucking super bowl happened <laughs> jesus man you just take every goddamn opportunity to rub it in always yeah and what's worse is that things don't look so great for the patriots going into this year either so it's like there's trouble in paradise his supermodel wife so you're goddamn right and don't you fucking forget it tom brady's the greatest of all time <laughs> anyway episode two opens up today with kanba kumba cumber what are you calling him are you calling him cumber kanba i'm calling him cucumber because cucumbers remind me of dirty things i've seen in movies before what the fuck <laughs> uh are you trying to insinuate that maybe kanba cumber whatever the fuck you want to call him has a long duck dong Probably. I should know something about that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. We have wasted no time in throwing this fucking episode directly into the gutter. No, we're going balls deep, man. <laughs> God damn, and he continues. <laughs> all right. Kamba is... All right. You're going cucumber then. You're going cumber. I'll go cumber. I'm going... Cumber. I feel... Yeah, it's like... Cumber. I'm... <laughs> And that's the thing. All the kids on Twitter are just making cum jokes now due to the spelling. Even if they're spelling it with an A at the end, C-U-M-B-A, they still make a cum joke out of it. Or if it's cumber, that just makes me think that that's stupid. So that's why whenever I post up about it, I spell it K-A-N-B-A. Because, like, phonetically it sounds super similar, but, like, it doesn't look stupid like fucking cumber does. To avoid the jokes, I guess yeah, there's gonna be like a shit ton of jokes about that. It's not even funny, man. Yeah, I mean, we people have been making cum jokes for fucking millennia, so why wouldn't they make them now? <laughs> uh, he's he's in a straight jacket. He's in some kind of prison cell, I guess. It, but like, it's like in the fucking. Is it like in a volcano? <laughs> It looks like it's inside of a volcano when the when the scene opens up at the beginning of this episode. And he just kind of freaks out. His power raises. And then you see Few. And he's all pumped up like, oh, this evil Saiyan, dude. This evil Saiyan's great. Definitely getting my money's worth on this evil Saiyan. This is awesome. And in keeping with the breakneck pacing of what the first episode looked like, that's all you really get. Again, this is less than nine minutes long. So you get the Kanba freak out within this volcano jail prison. Few freaking out. And then it just cuts directly to Goku, Vegeta, and Mai hoofing it. Being like, what the fuck just happened two minutes ago? That was weird. They really, they really don't leave any room <laughs> to not have some kind of plot point into every single cut. You know what I mean? Um, there's no fluff. There's no filler. There's no 
there's no nothing to really round this shit out. It's like if you blink, you might miss, you know, why the next thing happened in the episode. It's like straight to the bone. Like, let's just get straight to it. <laughs> they don't dick around at all. Episode one was the same way. Like when they um got straight to the point um where they had uh, Goku go straight off the bat at Goku. It was kind of reminiscent of that. Right. They just see each other. They're like, oh, shit. You're me. Let's fight. <laughs> That's it. Basically. That's all they needed. Just, oh, shit, you're me. Let's fight. So they're trying to sense where Trunks' key is. They're hoofing it through whatever fucking terrain, kind of taking in what just happened in the last episode. And Vegeta's very uh, worried about Trunks and trying to sense his key and tells you know Goku, hey, idiot, stop fucking wondering about these stupid things that we can't control right now. We have to look for Trunks. No sooner does that happen, there's a giant key right behind them. Who is it? Cumber. Mm-hmm. Cumber shows, and they waste no time. Just cucumber. Cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate this dude's name. Um, so he shows up and he just starts expelling like these big red blasts out of him as he freaks out and powers up. And Goku goes to attack him. And goes to punch him, but like doesn't make contact, touches the dude's aura, and then he goes evil Goku, berserk Goku, and obviously, yeah. So like, it's kind of like that because you know he loses the pupils in his eyes and just goes berserk, but he goes berserk right at Vegeta. <laughs> mm -hmm. I wish he'd just have gone berserk and then been like. Fuck this combo guy, but no, he goes right at Vegeta, and in the melee between those two, a blast gets uh, fired off and almost hits Mai. Oh my god, Mai almost dies again. I don't know how this chick got dragged into this in the first place, man. Like, do they ever really explain how Mai shows up at the beginning of the first episode of Heroes? Don't quote me on this, but I believe in the manga or manga or however however you weebs want to explain it fucking weebs <laughs> i believe they explain that but do not quote me on that i feel like we're bad fans for not really reading the manga i did read the manga <laughs> of of this one somebody posted it in one of the groups and i read through the manga for this particular you know episode two prison planet arc whatever mm -hmm. um and it's it's pretty it's pretty similar um, mm -hmm. with Maya and the Frey, though, obviously, you know, she's uh, an X factor when it comes to these big battles because so much of what we're seeing in Heroes is just going to be, you know, a quick little bout between the super OP character and whatever iteration of Goku Vegeta trunks that we currently have on the screen, whether it be the ones that, you know, from the super timeline, the ones that this episode's based around, or whether it be the Xeno version of goku vegeta i really hope we see did you see that preview i posted up on facebook of the super saiyan 4 vegeto fusion coming in heroes oh man i saw it and boy i if that actually happens like i'm gonna be hyped and I'm gonna like stand up somewhere wherever I am and be like, Yosha! Yosha! <laughs> so that is 
fucking dope if that happens. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, um, it this week in Japan it was Shonen Jump Carnival, which is you know the equivalent of say a Comic Con here in the states, and you know like the name would imply. Uh, the material, the things promoted, the things announced, they all revolve around Shonen Jump properties of, you know, obviously of which Dragon Ball lives uh, in Shonen Jump. So uh, they premiered not only um, the Broly designs, which me and Royce are going to talk about after we get through this Heroes thing, but they also premiered a little preview of, I believe, episode four of Heroes. So this won't be happening in the next episode of Heroes, but maybe in episode four there is a Patara fusion between SSJ4 Goku and SSJ4 Vegeta. And we are going to mm-hmm. see SSJ4 Vegeta. That's going to be fucking fun. I can't wait. Uh, if you don't follow us on Facebook, go check it out. Dragon Ball Super Dope on Facebook. Yeah, go check out Super Dope. Super Dope! <laughs> so, just as Maya is about to get blasted, uh, <laughs> poor Maya. Uh, just as she's about to get hit with a blast, how about that? Uh, Trunk shows up in his prison jumpsuit and his big ass key blocker handcuffs that aren't really handcuffs; they just look like fucking big ass wrist weights. But he shows up and blocks the blast, and Maya's safe. Hooray! I don't really feel too good about the prison planet's ability to maintain prisoners if they expected those key blocker things to do anything relevant to stop Trunks from still whooping some ass. Yeah, that was kind of weird to me, too, because the last time we saw him, he had the restraints on his arms, but then in the next episode, we see him, he has no restraints on his But arms. he shows up with the rest- Like, when he blocks the key blast to protect Mai, he's got the key blockers on. And then Boy. all of a sudden, they're fucking gone, my pops open a capsule and she's like, hey, I brought your shit. He's got his clothes and his sword and they just move on. Like, what the f- how'd they get the key blockers off? Where'd they go? Did I miss that? Was the pacing so <laughs> fucking fast in this episode that I just missed it? I watched it twice. <laughs> what the hell? You know what, though? I kind of like that, but I, I, I like it, but I don't like it. It's like you know, like eight minutes of um, Dragon Ball is really cool. So it, it gets straight to the point. But at the same time, it's like we're like the, you know, the full episodes. And also, I don't know if you've heard this little rumor going around. Uh-oh, not a rumor. I hate rumors, man. What is it? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, well, someone was saying that like the next few episodes are actually going to be full length episodes. Uh, and I don't trust the source and I'm no offense to <clears throat> Master Media. But oh man. <laughs> Here's the thing though. So not a credible source. No, but here, here I feel like I need to walk something back about Master Media cuz if you mm-hmm. remember a couple months back they released that uh supposedly leaked footage of the movie like that fucking thing like the movie would leak that fucking early whatever Mm -hmm. they 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 claimed to have leaked footage of the movie and basically what they did was took the first movie trailer the teaser of the first shintani art and they edited Mm -hmm. it and um in a very a very nice it was very convincing it was very creative it was very well done i'm I'm not saying Mm -hmm. they didn't do a good job but i was pissed that they were like 
took this opportunity to use their make their own animation, splice it in with the already existing animation. And what's even more frustrating was it was tough to tell for a lot of people, I think, because the Shintani art style was so new. So to see somebody try to mimic a much simpler art style that you're not familiar with and haven't seen a whole lot of, I feel like it was a pretty good play on their part to to use the Shintani uh, trailer in order to do it. So my point is they put out this fucking Broly thing. They're like, oh, it's Broly. Look, it's Broly. We, we have leak foot, and I'm like, I will fucking kill them. That is the stupidest fucking idea in the world. I hope Mastar Media, you know, fucking jumps the fucking bridge. Like, I was pissed, <laughs> man. And then flash forward, like, three months later, and it's like, nah, dude, they were kind of on to something because it's Broly. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, fuck Mastar Media, I guess, but I'm still sorry about I was so I was so I was so convinced it would never happen and when they suggested it I was like you guys are the fucking worst people and they were right they were right and I'm wrong because I'm an idiot and I trust Akira Toriyama more than I should I'm gonna splice in the Goku sad music right now that's all hell Toriyama Sama nope nope Toriyama old man how do you say old man Japanese I have no clue me either I don't know about it I I don't know about all that but William Shatner is a brilliant actor (laughs) (laughs) I think he just likes to go by Bill Bill Shatner that's what his (laughs) friends call him so Trunks gets changed he gets his sword on real quick links up with Vegeta and Vegeta's like, hey, uh, Goku's buck wild right now, and he's attacking us because he's a dick. And uh, here's what I want to do. Uh, you fight Goku, and I'll go fight this big-ass Saiyan dude, right? So Vegeta flies at Kamba. Trunks flies over to um, – flies towards Goku to hold him off. All of a sudden, Vegeta, on his way to Kamba, gets hit with a blast from the sidelines delivered by Kula. Kula blasts Vegeta to stop him from charging combo, which I thought was weird. But Vegeta turns around, looks at him, and goes, what the fuck? Hey, you're Kula. And Trunks is like, no, 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 it's cool. He's with me. He's on our side. To which Kula basically replies, and I'm not sure if he says this to them or to himself, but he says, we just share a common goal. We're not on the same side. So obviously they're going to hint. They're hinting now. Kula is obviously going to portray uh, our, our heroes at a certain point in this story. Frieza. He's just like Frieza. <laughs> He's Frieza's fucking... Is Frieza older? No. Kula's the older brother, right? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, fucking hell, man. I'm just... <laughs> I can't even remember right now. I'm pretty sure he's the older brother. Um... But Kula comes out, stops Vegeta from attacking from attacking Kamba, and all of a sudden, again, breakneck pacing. All of a sudden, Fuse there. Okay, what's up, Fuse? He's super pumped to have all of these prisoners there on this prison planet, duking it out. And Kula looks at him and he's like, "Hey, didn't you say that my brother Frieza surpassed me when he went gold or some shit? Well, if he can do it." 
I can do it. And Final Form Kula does a golden transformation. And what do you know? He calls himself Golden Kula. (laughs) Mad original. All they need is Betty White, and then they could be the Golden Girls. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I do feel like the the sexuality or the, the gender, rather, uh, for both Frieza and Kula could probably go either way. Um, although I do feel like Kula is maybe a little bit more masculine than than Frieza. For whatever yeah, reason. Cooler is certainly cooler. And that's a badass joke, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do? Golden Kula, he he does his thing and uh, transforms, and he charges up a big-ass death ball to shoot over at Kamba. And it lands, and everything seems like it's cool for a second. Goku's okay. He's not a raging asshole anymore trying to attack his friends. And uh, you're like, yo, we're in the clear. Psych. Here comes Kamba. And he says, yo, that shit didn't bother me. Uh, You all thought I was dead? You're wrong. And I like you guys. Now, let's fight for real. Oh, and by the way, let me bust out this straitjacket. <laughs> Dude, you like my sound effects? And that's when Mai finally does something fucking positive. Now, in the first episode, there's this weird little cut. And I, I said something about it when I reviewed that episode. Kaioshin looks at her and goes, hey, I need you to do me a favor. And that's it. That's all. That's the only thing that he says. You never see what the favor is. You never hear about it. And then in this episode here, the favor is she busts out the Patara earrings from her pocket. She's like, hey, what's up? Making good on that favor. Here's the Patara earrings. You should use them to fuse. So throws them over to Goku and Vegeta. Uh, Trunks goes for some reason i don't know if trunks has an understanding of the patara fusions like i feel like he's probably seen a few of them by now so what the hell um trunks is like i'll hold him off and he goes to go try to hold off kanba for some reason <laughs> while goku and vegeta put some earrings on and kanba just grabs him like by the throat and he's like get the fuck out of here uh golden kula tries to help Trunks out, I guess, by shooting a big blastic Kanba, but it it doesn't do anything. And then they're like, all right, let's stop dicking around and put these earrings on. And they fuse. And now Vegito, who, by the way, I really dig the outfit and the what he's wearing as this version of Vegito. Uh, mm-hmm. With the belt, the darker clothes, the the boots, the it looks fucking awesome. I was actually digging that. It reminds me of like the uh, the alternate costumes from the uh, Budokai Senkaichi uh, uh, games or whatever. I miss the ability to uh, to fuck with the outfits to that extent in those video games. I mean, yeah. fighters, you've got like color variations, which are fun, but they're not outfit variations where you can pick like you know one of six fucking different looking Goku's from different points of the series. That's what's up. Well, Piccolo has a clothes beam, so anything is possible. <laughs> <laughs> Special clothes beam. 
so that's that's basically the end of Heroes for this week. Vegito shows up and he's like, Combo, what's up? Fights on, man, and, and flies at him and boom, roll credits. So they did give us the episode title for Heroes Episode 3. Uh, it's called The Mightiest Radiance. The Mightiest mm-hmm. Radiance. What a weird fucking name. Vegito Blue Kyle Ken Explodes. So that's going to be episode three of Heroes. I don't I don't know when we... Do you know if there's been a date announced for that yet, Royce? Honestly, I have not heard. I've heard a lot of speculation, but I haven't heard anything from the likes of, you know, the Ken Zyros or the Geekdoms of the world. You know how that goes. So, yeah. You know. So we're not sure when episode three is going to drop, but judging on the on the pattern to this point, episode one came out on July 1st. That was a Sunday. Episode two, 15 days later on July 16th. That was a Monday. Maybe we can expect 15 days from yesterday. So that would put us at July 31st, a Tuesday. Maybe we'll see Heroes episode three. That would be pretty dope. Yes, sir. I don't really know what to expect. I mean, you're going to see the, the Kaoken, Kaoken, Kaioken, uh, Blue Vegito. And I think a lot of people have kind of wondered, like, does that imply that Vegito has more or Vegito's controlled more by Goku than he is Vegeta? Because if it was Vegeta who had more control, wouldn't they opt for that Super Saiyan Blue evolution or whatever the hell they renamed it super saiyan blue ascended or some shit <laughs> right so i don't know with him using the kaioken does that mean that he's more controlled by goku i always looked at it like gogeta was more goku and vegeto was more vegeta yeah so I me get, too i get where you're going with that <laughs> um but i mean they're fused so I assume they each have access to the other's abilities when they're in that one body. But that's just how I look at it. I feel like that's how most people should look at it. But I think, and that's how I look at it too. It's like they've got access. They can do the Final Flash. They can do an instant transmission. They can do a Kamehameha. They can Mm -hmm. go, you know, uh, Kaioken. They can go to that Super Saiyan Blue Evolution if they wanted Maybe, I, I don't know, maybe Kyle Ken's a more effective method for them in that instance. Uh, who the hell knows? But I think that people who try to read into that, who controls more of each, and I don't know why. Like, I couldn't tell you why I feel like Goku is more v- Gogeta and Vegeta is more of Vegito. I don't know why I feel that way. Maybe it's just because of how the characters come across when you do see them the very few times that you see them. Mm-hmm. But either way, I think that for people to have that, you know, question lingering in their head is just dumb. They should just be like, hey, it's both of them. They can do both. They, they can each do whatever the hell they want. Exactly. <laughs> so that does it for Super Dragon Ball Kibo. Super dope. Super dope. <laughs> So before we do get into the Broly piece of this, because the Broly, the more clear Broly designs came out from, again, that that Shonen Victory, excuse me, the Jump Victory Carnival uh, in Japan, which is happening right now. We got some more images of what these Broly designs look like, uh, both him in a base form and him uh, in his Super Saiyan form when he busts out some armor, apparently, and gets all thick and shit. Um 
Big. So before we get to the Broly piece of it, I did just want to tell audience quickly, um, September 17th, we've been talking about it for the last month or so. Fathom Events is going to be bringing to the theaters uh, a few Dragon Ball films. So September 17th, there's going to be a screening of Broly, the legendary Super Saiyan. Uh, so we're going to do a live podcast following that screening uh, locally here in Rhode Island. Royce, if you want to fucking take a train from Philly, man, you can sleep on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll happily do that because I've slept on floors before. <laughs> <laughs> couch is an upgrade. So we did secure a venue uh, as of yesterday to record the live episode of Super Dope. It's going to be at Askew in Providence. That's A-S-K-E-W, Askew. It's a pretty new venue just opened in the last few months run by my friend Winsong. Yes, that's her real name, Winsong. She's fucking sweet, uh, lovely woman, and she seems to be uh, doing some really cool stuff with the space, including, you know, live music, um, also live comedy acts. They've they've done a few live recordings of podcasts there on the stage. Um, talked with her about it yesterday. She's totally on board. So that Monday night, September the seventeenth, if you're in the Rhode Island, southeastern Massachusetts area, you want to come sit in on a live episode of Super Dope. We'd love to have you. That's not going to be a cover or anything like that. Um, basically, you know, if you're coming from that Broly screening at the Providence Place Mall or from Warwick or from Swansea, uh, Massachusetts, just over the line, uh, shoot up to Providence afterwards, hang out with us, and uh, we'll record the show live and have some uh, some fun group participation shit, maybe a couple uh, prizes here and there. Who the hell knows? But if you have any friends who are into Dragon Ball in that Rhode Island, Massachusetts area, again, Make sure they know that we're going to be doing the live podcast and that they can uh, come sit in and be a part of it. It's going to be a good-ass time. Speaking of Broly, the new Broly designs. So, all right, the, I think the most prominent one, and this is the one that Toriyama probably references in, in, in the comments that came out. You know, after the Broly news came out, Toriyama had some comments come out a few hours later about Broly and how he didn't change too much of the iconic design and you can obviously see that in the Super Saiyan version where he's all bulked out and shirtless. Yeah. He looks like a freaking monster. <laughs> he has, I mean, I what's... like the design, though. Like, the, um, it is kind of cool. I don't know which one I really would lean to more. You mean this I one versus the original? Be, yeah, as far as that. Um, they both look really cool, though. I mean, um, what's, I am big in this new design, though. What's really changed from that old Super Saiyan design to this Super Saiyan design is he's got boots on instead of his, you know, I mean, the the original Broly design, he kind of looks, I don't know. I don't know what the right way. He kind of looks royal to an extent because he's got, like, the, the armbands on. He's got the fancy shoes. He's got the fancy pants. Now he's wearing you know the bottom half of a saiyan warrior's uniform you know he's got the purple tights and he's got a green pelt yeah he's (laughs) purple fucking bright purple leggings and a lime green pelt what the fuck (laughs) might as well give the man some saiyan uggs for real like those those basically are the equivalent of saiyan uggs are they not they're probably not fuzzy on the inside but I feel like those are pretty standard Saiyan boots. Those are like the basic bitch of Saiyan boots, you know? 
Um, mm-hmm. He doesn't have any of the gauntlets on. I mean, the color scheme is is obviously has to be a fucking call to the Incredible Hulk, right? Mm-hmm. Purple pants, lime green. Mm-hmm. He's a roid, roid monster. Yeah. <laughs> now the other thing that's really noticeable about this design too that's really changed is he's got scars all over his body. Uh he's got the scar across his face, which you could see in the original um poster that came out last week. But he's also got a scar on his shoulder. He's got an X scar around uh over his heart, which I think was actually in the first Broly movie. Don't they try to stick a knife through his heart or some shit at the beginning of it? Yeah, from Vegeta's that. Yeah. yeah. So the 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 scar over the heart makes sense. He's got another one over his shoulder, another one over his bicep, another one in his ab. This dude has been stabbed the fuck up. Are we gonna get like a super crazy stabbing scene in this movie? Like baby Broly got stabbed the fuck out of? And that's like the opening of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the motivation that Akira Toriyama that <laughs> Toriyama changed his backstory. Very minor. Instead of him just getting stabbed through the heart once as a baby, he got stabbed all over his goddamn body, including his face. <laughs> well Toriyama just became a sick motherfucker. <laughs> right? What the hell? <sighs> oh, and then the other thing that came out this week as well, it's not an official character design, but it is um a figure of what looks to be base form Broly. So I say what looks to be, it, it, it is. Um, the difference here from the Super Saiyan, obviously he's in a base form. His hair is, his hair's standing up. Like it's not like the long haired Broly that we know from the first movie or even the long haired Broly that uh, we thought it would look like from the poster that came out last week. I would guess that this Broly's hair is fashioned in a way where he's obviously in an action pose. He's flying through the air or some shit. So his hair is, is whipped up instead of resting at his back or, or something like that. I, it does look kind of different in terms of the hair. So let me ask you a question. Like, I mean, since we just talked about this, but which one do you actually prefer between the two? Do you, um, the it, old one or the new one? I think I think I prefer the old one, but I think the reason I prefer the old one is because I haven't seen this new one in action yet. Mm-hmm. Um, while I'm not super excited at the prospect of another Broly movie, that doesn't necessarily mean it will be bad. I hope this movie kicks ass, and I hope that they do Broly some justice because... The concept of Broly is really cool, but the execution was always what they kind of missed on, and this is a chance to write that. So that being said, if I see this movie in December and this version of Broly is way more kick-ass than the classic one that we had, I imagine I'll be like, oh, this Broly's dope as hell and want to <laughs> pick this one. But right now, because it's already a known quantity to me and like I appreciate that old design and I like the color scheme a lot more of the old design as opposed to this purple and green shit, I mean, literally, <laughs> his bottom half looks like it could be switched out for Bonnie, Barney the fucking dinosaur, no? Like, it's the same fucking purple and green. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> no, that's what it is, though. <laughs> but then the difference... Of <laughs> but then the difference for this base form is that he's actually got Saiyan armor on, and it looks, we'll say, quote-unquote modern, 
to the most recent version of Saiyan armor we saw with the Freezer Force uh, in R Resurrection of F. It's a very similar armor style to Tagoma in that in that movie and in, in that part of the anime. So. Also, in addition to the armor right above it, and I don't think everybody caught it when they first saw it, but he very evidently has some kind of collar on. A silver mm -hmm. thing around his neck that I'd have to imagine is, you know, some kind of control device for either Paragus or, you know, maybe even Frieza at a certain point in the movie to take control of Broly. Um, so that element of his original backstory is apparently not going to go away. Yes, sir. And one more thing, um, one more thing, Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear this little thing about um the the Broly 4D stuff coming over here eventually. What the ride in Japan? Yeah, like the uh the thing where he was uh Broly uh Super Saiyan Blue. Yeah, I I I think I, I saw the video for it a long, but I haven't because there was no subtitles. I don't really remember it all that well. But why would they? Where would they bring it over here? Uh, that's a good question. But I mean, hell, like right up the turnpike, <laughs> there's a freaking ride that has gotten banned and reopened because it was too dangerous. <laughs> so what kind of ride was it? The uh, it was like one of the tallest water slides in the country at the time and like people like died on it and stuff what yeah like, look it up it's crazy it was in new jersey um <laughs> look it up but fucking new jersey here, then shoot we should at least be able to see some super saiyan blue broly <laughs> goddamn right so i don't know anything about this i've tried to figure out more about it have you ever heard of the dragon ball north american tour yeah, I actually, uh, since you brought it up at the beginning of this, uh, this chat, um, I actually posted this in Kami's Lookout like a long time ago um, about that whole thing. I hope they do that because, shoot, I would rather travel on the East Coast than have to go all the way to the South or the West or whatever. Yeah, yeah, to, to, go, to go to. So I the only thing that I, I think they only have one and I could be wrong. I mean, if somebody listening to this, I mean, I bet if anyone knows anything about it, I bet it's you. It's Todd Russell. Todd, if you hear this and you know more about it, let me know. But the North American tour, from what I understand, they just have one location booked. I'm not sure when it is. I'm, I'm about 90% sure it's on the West Coast. And I think they have plans to do it in other locations. Like... I don't know this for a fact, but my impression is it's like a Dragon Ball convention that's gonna travel. I think. Yeah, it's like a discount comic. I mean, Kamea Con or something like that. You know. Yeah, so. I mean, the thing, the difference being though, is like Kamea Con is, you know, while it's fucking awesome and everyone's super invested and it's super community driven and they have strong ties to the people who make the show. Um, this would be, I think, an official convention run by Funimation and Toei, I think, in conjunction, you know, like the two of those companies work together to put that convention on as opposed That's to great. whoever independently coordinates the stuff for KameaCon. So what is that? We, I don't know. What does that look like in, in terms of what they bring to us for a convention? If they do manage to take it on the road, I hope they do. 
Yeah, I, I really would love for them to bring something like that to the U.S. Because, like, and especially on this coast as well, because there's so many of us here that are Dragon Ball fans, and we would love to see something like that. So, Toei Funimation, if you're listening. <laughs> Doubt it. <laughs> bring that back. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think I'm going to try to go to Kamehacon next year. I mean, I said the same thing this year, but we'll see what happens uh, with that whole thing. It was pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's right. You went on the Sunday, right? You were there for the last day. Yeah, I caught the last bit of it, man. It was it was fun. I do want to go next year, and hopefully I get a chance to meet up with um, you know, a lot of people who are in the Dragon Ball community again as well, because that was pretty fucking fun, including yourself as well, you handsome bastard. <laughs> Yo, I got a face for radio. Um, <laughs> it would be fun, though, to get a gang and just go hang out there for the weekend and just, you know, hang out, go see the panels, go meet some, you know, celebrities and get some cool-ass merch, maybe do a live podcast, who knows? Do it for my fucking hotel room, I don't care. um that's gonna do it for super dope this week uh pretty busy week Uh, hopefully we will get a trailer um for san diego comic-con this week uh me and royce talked about it when we linked up earlier today uh san diego comic-con this weekend the welcome banner is fucking goku what a fucking world we live in that you can go to the biggest fucking comic book convention on God's green earth. And the welcome banner is Son Goku and the new Dragon Ball Z movie in 2018. Look around, look around at how lucky we are to be alive right now. Hell yeah. That was a Hamilton reference. <laughs> <laughs> All right, chill, Kyle, chill. <laughs> we cutting up right now. Off oh, for real. <laughs> But yeah, we're expected to see a new movie preview. Hopefully we'll get um, some Rolly in action. Uh, but that preview should be dropping in Hall H this weekend at San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, hope everybody who's going out there uh, has a good-ass time. I'm very envious of you. Um, let us know your experiences. Uh, other than that, again, September 17th, we're going to be doing the live episode of Super Dope at Askew in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, that's going to be a live podcast dedicated to Broly the Legendary Super Saiyan. It's going to be fun, so uh, make sure you come out for that. And uh, follow us on Twitter, DB Super Dope, the number one. Uh, Instagram, DB Super Dope. Facebook, Dragon Ball Super Dope. Subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, blah, 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 blah. Super Dope. Royce, you got anything you got to plug? What are you plugging, dude? Um. Well, all I have to say is just... You know, if you see this, um, you see this podcast, just make sure to follow me on Facebook or Twitter or whatever at Kachi Kachin on Twitter or on Facebook at Shenron James. And make sure you check out my boy Kyle. Make sure you come out to the event coming in this fall. Dude. And also, thank you, Kyle, for having me on. It's been a pleasure. I had fun, man. Goddamn right. Well, listen. I only had you on today with the understanding that you're going to catch a train from Philly to come to Providence for a couple of days to hang out for the live event. Oh, I wouldn't miss it for the world, man. I'll be there. Word! 
Subodo! And we out. <laughs> out of this.